Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 27, Girl Talk with Sandra. Okay, listen, you all know her and love her from the last time she was on, but I have to tell you this funny story center because last time you were on I didn't even introduce you because I know you you're my friend and we just did you forget to say who I was I didn't say who you were (laughs) (laughs) and so I had to sit somewhere or I had to redo my intro or something like that because this is my friend Sandra and I always call you Sandy you know like the other girls are no it's Sandra it's like my high school name is Sandy but like nobody calls me that anymore yeah except me I don't know why except for but, you and like yeah except my high school people exactly because we've been friends since high school that's, that's right why. that's it's right so that's why <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so listen I felt it was time for another episode of girl talk and here's why because we need okay. to talk about our midlife bodies oh my God. yeah like where do we begin we should have had some drinks for this conversation I don't even know it's like so well, okay. much. Yeah. And I have a question to get us started. I'm going to ask okay, you. Okay, good, the, good. Okay. I'm going to ask good. you the question. Okay, good. Okay, let me get in there. Yeah, hold on. Fasten your seatbelt and okay. listen up. Okay. I'll ask you the question and I'll answer it so you have time to think about it. Okay. Oh, that's helpful. Okay. You go. If you answer okay. it first, then okay, I won't have so, to worry about getting it wrong. Yeah. So okay. what is the, what's the, your greatest body challenge in midlife and how do you solve for that? So just as we'll just answer the first one first, like what's the greatest body challenge in midlife? And I, from me personally, and yep. from the people that I coach, like it comes up yep. all the time with everybody guaranteed. It is the weight. Like you wake up one mm-hmm. morning and you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. did every inch of fat on my body migrate to my belly? Like, yep. wow. how long 100%. was that for? How did that, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think because like, cause I am at like the end of menopause, like I'm in menopause now. I've been there for a while. And so sometimes I forget some of the things that happened early on. Do you know what I mean? Cause it yeah. was like a process. Yes. It, I remember at the, in the beginning having like weird stuff happen. Like I was like, how come I have my must, like, I'm so weak mm. all of a sudden I used to be able to like like do all this stuff, like ski and all this stuff. And all of a sudden something has happened. And now I'm like, totally, am I sick? What's going on here? Uh, and then I found out that like muscle weakness can be like a part of it and like weird achiness, weird muscle cramping and yeah. achiness. I was like, uh, do I have like some disorder <laughs> or something? Nope. nope. Like when you wake, up in the yeah. you wake up in the morning and you put your feet on the ground and you're like, ow, ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. like your first 30 Or it's steps. like weird cramps. I'm like, why do I have this weird muscle? Like what, what is going on here? Or I go swimming and it's like my toes are cramping after like 45 minutes. What is that? <laughs> that that is, is so- weird. I don't understand that. That's weird. But that was apparently a thing, but yes, the, it was like, I could watch my belly growing yeah. Like it was like, I'd look down and I could see it like, yeah. and the, the crazy thing is that like, maybe nothing has changed. Like I didn't eat different. I didn't exercise like nothing, it, but you know what it is? It's the big H the hormones because hormones rule everything in your body. Right. And so you are, when your hormones change, everything changes. Like when you go through puberty, your hormones change and then your body changes like mm-hmm. a ton mm-hmm. pregnancy. Mm-hmm 
after delivery hormones, mm-hmm. hormones, body change. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's like, this is a body change. So, so how did you solve or have you solved for it? I, I don't even know. How did I solve? Yeah. Like, how are you, how did you come to terms? With okay. That? So okay. at first I was like, this is like probably before COVID or something like this. I tried kind of dieting and eating better and I did lose weight. But then when I stopped doing that, I gained the weight back plus a little extra because, you know, that's usually what happens. So now I'm trying to be just cool with what I've got. And I'm trying to just eat like healthier. Like I eat like, like more fruits and vegetables. And I try to like, right. I try to like increase my volume that way. And I think I'm still in the middle of completely trying to figure it out. But I think probably one of the biggest things is just being like, it is completely okay to like be like where I'm at. Mm, Okay. I don't know. What are you? Yeah. This is one of the reasons why I love you so much because you're like reading, like those are all the thoughts in my head right now is as a holistic nutrition, it's like, yeah, you can't diet because whatever you do to lose the weight is what you have to do forever to keep it off. So it's not a COVID habit. I'm just telling you right now, messed me up. Yeah. Well, you and everybody else, right. But if you eat more clean foods, you're going to be fine. You just got to eat the fruits and vegetables. Literally. That's what it is. You need to eat more because we're not counting calories, but they're more calorie. Uh, like they're they have more fiber, so they're less calorie dense. So you can eat more, feel satisfied. But in order to do that, you also have to get your starches in there. You need the potatoes, you need the rice, you need the oats, you need the pasta. Like those are what help you feel satisfied. You'll never eat a salad and be like, I am stuffed. I couldn't eat another bite. That doesn't happen. But when you have potatoes, it's like and- a giant salad right like huge <laughs> you know, giant you may be like oh i'm so full for like five no minutes. you'll get like tired and my jaw's too sore like so tired you can't eat anymore that oh, probably is what happens actually yeah yeah so. yeah but you're so right and then the second part is the critical part is like I, i'm gonna be cool with it like i i'm accepting of who, where my body is at right now and it really is a mind mess sometimes when like as an athletic yeah. person not being able to do the stuff that you could do before but that would mean like your brain is telling you there's something wrong with you as opposed to like, this is the process of aging. Fair enough. This yeah, is yeah. what our body is designed to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, okay. Now maybe I like, I want to see if, if this happened to you too, but did your boobs get bigger? Well, maybe when I gained weight. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like, you have to think about it. Cause I'm like, my boobs just got bigger. They just well, I mean, got, they bigger. got bigger with like all of me like that. Yeah. Well, when, cause yeah. I like, you get kind of like puffy almost, right? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of what happens is you like, just kind of get a little bit puffy, but my boobs got bigger and I'm like, what the heck happened? And so the way I solve for this and the same as like clothes fit your body differently. Yeah. And one thing that makes a difference is us being stuck in our brains. Oh, I have to be in size four jeans or I have to be like, a yeah, bra because that's what I'm it's like. You know what? I bought a bigger bra. You know what? I bought a pair of jeans and it worked is what yes. you're saying. And yeah. that was and good. So, yes. Because we kind of get stuck in our thinking of, 
oh no, I have to fit into this size, right? And even uh, though, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm not saying you should get bigger and not lose weight. I'm saying you want to be healthy. You want to be healthy and you want to be good with where your body is at. And sometimes that means buying a bigger bra because nothing I would do with oh, yeah. my boobs smaller. That's the, that's part of the hormonal process. We must, we must, we must. Decrease our <laughs> I know, I know, I know these things will grow. The bigger, the better, the tighter. The that's that are you there goddess me margaret reference. that's right you just gotta like reverse it or something that's what i, I kind of think like that's what i always think like you said how we go it's like we we forget that we went through like like in the teen years we go through this whole like change in hormones and it took a while it's not like bam overnight it's done right and yeah. then it changes again it's not like boom oh there you go menopause it's like this hmm right? Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you notice all of it, right? Like, it, cause then I don't know if it was like, I feel like it was like slowly over time. I was noticing like odd things happening. And I was like, what is going on? And I had no idea. Like, I'm like, this cannot be, there has to be something weird going on with me here. And then I started looking stuff up and I was like, Oh, these are all little things that can happen to people and it kind of makes sense. And because a lot of them happened before I stopped menstruating, like in my head, I was like, oh, menopause symptoms happen. I don't know why I was thinking, but like at menopause, like after you stop menstruating, like, but they happen like way before that, like years before that. And so when all of this stuff was happening, I was like, what is going on with me? So I had to like yeah. look all that stuff up. And I feel like people are talking about it way more now but I don't think they did really before. No. And that's what was coming in my brain as you were talking is like, why don't we know this ahead of time? Like, why aren't we told this? Why aren't we talking about it? We are, why aren't mm -hmm. we sharing mm -hmm. this with our friends and our sisters and our girlfriends, like all of that, because there was a time in the not too distant past where your doctor would be like, girl, you're just crazy. And it usually would be like a male doctor that would say that because You're hysterical oh, yeah yeah your uterus You're is wandering around your body or yeah. so, that's really long time ago that part yeah yes okay. but but remember though that when you have these hormones coursing through your body you can't smell them or taste them or see them so you might think that you're crazy because you don't know the explanation for it sure. and your partner might also be like you know what be going on you're crazy because you're angry for no reason right? Like hashtag rage for no reason. Mm -hmm. But when we can understand that it's hormone related, then we can be kinder to ourselves. It's not us going crazy. And the more we talk about it, the, the more we realize that it's normal. This is how our body goes. This is what's naturally occurring in our body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and agree. in in other cultures, like the Asian cultures, they don't experience, there is no menopause, like that doesn't exist. And that's mostly diet related, right? But they also see, they also call like in classical Chinese medicine, um, the second spring. So it's the, it's the way the body changes and it goes from the energy of reproduction to the energy of sharing your wisdom, to wisdom and then sharing your wisdom. So I love that thought. That's mm -hmm. like, much more graceful than, than the, the sound actually better doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah. 
Because ours is like, fasten your seatbelt, girl. It's going to be a bumpy ride, right? <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> yes. And in different ways. Like your ride, bumpy ride is going to be different than my bumpy ride. But we're both going to, you know, experience. Some I don't know if I was actually expecting a bumpy ride. No, me neither. Like I was even like the weight gain and everything. I didn't. I, I don't, I wasn't thinking about, like, I didn't think that was part of it. No, I didn't know that was part of it. No, of course not. Because nobody right? was talking about it. And now there's like research that says, you know, like in women who are perimenopause, that there's like less fullness hormone and there's less, like, there's like more like hunger hormone and stuff. And so I think that research is just being done. And so we're just kind of like understanding all of it. And the I don't know though I guess the way that the like you said the way that um culturally we either don't talk about it or kind of conceptualize it um really changes kind of the expectations that people are going to have yeah I agree because I think if you go into it and you haven't talked about it you don't know what's going on and you your body is changing and you're raging for no reason like super angry for no reason and you can't explain it and you think it's you and you're la- and you're not getting enough sleep so remember when you had your baby and if if you are deprived of your sleep nothing is going to go well and that also doubles your cortisol which yeah. means store fat store fat store fat yeah. right like that's yeah. and the hormones of like you said like the satiety and the hunger hormones the the ghrelin and the leptin that's what they do all of those are regulated by hormones. That's why. Yeah, those are hormones. Yeah. Yeah, those are the hormones that regulate that. And so if we can um, give our body its best chance by eating clean foods, those will balance each other out because our bodies are adaptogens. Our bodies are trying to always be in balance. That's what they're designed to do. So when one hormone drops down, like when our estrogen drops down, right? The other hormones are trying to balance it all out so it can come back to the homeostasis so that it can be back to balanced in a way that works for us. So it won't be as harsh or as uncomfortable as or as unnerving or confusing for us. And that comes back to our nutrition. like it, I feel like it all comes back to our nutrition because that's how all of these functions in our body uh, happen. They don't think to even kind of change how they're eating. Or maybe I've got friends who ate like really, really healthy. Even when they're eating really, really healthy, they still had issues and they didn't understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I think that part of it is understanding and normalizing everything that's going on. And then probably part of it is, like you said, changing things up to try to adapt to what's going on in your body. Yeah. So see, there's that word again, adapting, right? Like adapting. Because when you think about it, think about like uh, as an athlete, okay, I can't do the things that I used to do. So am I going to um, compare myself to that? Or am I going to make changes? It's like, hey, what can I do? What can, what else could I do instead that I like instead of this old thing, you know? Yes. So instead of comparing ourselves to our old version of ourselves, which is never a win, like you're never going to be, you know, like, no. And so you got to just start fresh. So you're not comparing yourself. 
comparison of the thief of all joy, especially to your 20 year old self. Cause you I think we need to compare ourselves to what we will be in 20 years. Yes. Right. Like, right? and when you picture like where we are now, cause we're 54 years old and think of like golden girls, like come know, on, right? we are a new generation of that's true. That's 100% you know, true. Right. Yes. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's possible. But I think the big thing too is that mindset piece. It always comes down to the mindset. Definitely, which is hard. That's a toughie. Yeah, especially if you're not aware that that's what's going on. Yeah, if you're not aware of what's going on. And like you said too, right? Like, what is it? One of the biggest um, symptoms or the most common symptoms in perimenopause is um, interrupted sleep right? Difficulty sleeping. And then when you have difficulty sleeping, then if you don't have as much sleep, then your amygdala is more active. And so you're kind of like more easily stressed out or more easily anxious or more easily depressed or more easily like irritated, all of those things. And now you've got to like adapt to what's going on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think that that is like our takeaway. So is the is the because that's nature is is adapting right it's totally adapting to your surroundings which is our our bodies our surroundings in this case that we're talking about but um when it comes to like midlife i think like personally that's just because of my background and i'm like obsessed nerd with when it comes to food and how your body does all, i think nutrition is one of the best ways that we could possibly help our bodies through this. And then second is our sleep. I think sleep is totally overlooked and underrated in how it affects our day-to-day living and the processes of our hormones and how they function. 100%, which freaks people out, right? Because if they start having trouble sleeping and they're like, "Uh uh-oh, and they start to like freak out about sleep and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm not sleeping. Then when they start to go to sleep, they're just like more stressed about sleeping. And surprisingly, that actually like messes up your sleep. Mm, so yeah. worrying about your sleep. Yeah. Not helpful, apparently. Not, not good. Not Having good. About your sleep, about not sleeping. That's not Yeah, if you're not sleeping and you worry about it, it is not, it apparently doesn't make it easier for you to sleep. More stress hormones, higher stress hormone, no, no sleep, no sleepy sleep. Yeah. 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 But those are the top two things that you know, can make the biggest difference in when you go through menopause. And I think like, I would love to encourage people to talk about like, find a friend, find one of their besties, like somebody else who could understand what they're talking about and just talk about it. Just getting it out to other people's ears, I think would make a big difference. I think that's huge, right? Mm. Being able to talk to somebody else and kind of, because I, what I found is when I started talking to people about what was going on with me, other people would be like, they hadn't said anything to you. They'd be like, oh my gosh, me too. But they hadn't said anything beforehand. And so we kind of were probably all wandering around thinking, what is wrong with me? But not really talking about it. Yeah. And so as soon as you talk to somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, me too. Then you're like normalizing it more. Getting to like talk about all the difficulties that are happening with you, but you're also realizing oh, somebody else is going through this too. And then they realize that you're going, that, oh, somebody else. And it becomes like this, you're kind of like um, making it more normal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Being involved, spreading the normalization amongst the people. Mm-hmm. So now 
I just like am weird, right? Because if I am talking to a woman who's like around my age or a little bit younger and they're talking about something, I'm like, oh yeah. And I start babbling away about like probably way too much information yeah. about what happened to me when I went through like perimenopause, right? But like, seriously, I have not had anybody react badly. All of them are like, oh my gosh, yes, me too. Yeah, I thought that was only so me. Why is that? So why is it that like so many people are like, oh my gosh, me too. And I didn't know that. Well, I, it comes from the history of it not being okay. Like being, there's something wrong with you. Like it's not as, as opposed to like, this is just a natural uh, part of life. It's a progression of the human life cycle. That's what it is, right? Like that's how our body, what our body is supposed to do. Oh, it was designed to create life. And now it's done that. And now it's designed to what? share the wisdom, give back, like your energy goes from, from that part into your heart. It actually goes from your reproductive organs back into your heart, the chi, which is your life force, which is your life energy. And then it's shared that way. And when you look at like, girl, think about like, when you look at the people, (laughs) like the older women in your lives, they're so sharing. They're so community-based. They're just loving If you ask them questions, they love to share and to help and to, you know, be a part of something like that is that what some of them I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) And some of them are like, okay, that's some of them are not. (laughs) That's cool too, man. (laughs) Actually, it's funny. You know, it's so funny because I was thinking about that. Um, like I know there's all this research about how young women, it's hard to keep them in sport, like teenage girls, like there's a certain age where you lose them out of sport. And so in like high school and stuff, there's like, it's the, like the majority of sport is boys. And there's all these initiatives to try to get girls into sport. But if you go just like up into like middle age, there is, it's like so many women in sport and not as many men right yes Yes. and what is that is that like building community is that like women are out there like trying to build community that way like what's going on I know exactly what that is that's because the kids are older and now I'm like I have time renaissance and I give it back like that's what I do I give back to the community so because like I need connection with people yes my whole life was dedicated to raising humans they dumped me they've broken up with me they don't they need me. yeah no and they didn't in a really kind way in but the, in yeah. a really nice way it's not me it's you no yeah it's not it's you not, it's me it's definitely it's you and it's I'm definitely out. you <laughs> I'm out yeah but that's what happens so now we're like because we're nurturers we're givers we're like what do I do with all of this and then we find the thing and we give back to the community or create a group or gather with other like connect yes because it is about connection and so that's so important yes because okay you can maybe back me up on this is that or not or not which is okay (laughs) okay but human nature by design is built on connection and we've gotten away from that with social media and all the stuff that's happened over the past couple of years so it's building community. Like I see the world becoming a better place by building communities, starting with our families and then our neighborhoods. And, you know, like that's how we get back to uh, fulfilled lives of together and being seen and heard is by building communities. What are 
What do you think? You agree? Oh, like there's like so much of that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that like, it's like um, connection with others is actually a factor that is um, like one of the biggest predictors of like longevity and health, right? Yeah. Yeah. On top of like exercise and all those kinds of things, but it actually has like a huge um, predictive value. So you're right. I think it's almost like it's for a lot of us, it's like, it's almost like an instinct. Like we started out as um, maybe, you know, like living in small groups in communities, maybe in caves or huts. And so there's maybe like a part of our brain that actually just um, it is adapted to seeking out people and gathering with them. Um, But because of that, there's also for a lot of us that if it goes like a lot of us are kind of like shy about that, or we feel a little bit like anxious around people because we're afraid that if we go around people and we don't act the right way, we might get like kicked out of the community or the tribe, right? And, and so for some people, death, right? Like and that would be death back then. I mean, yeah. now there's like, you know, grocery stores and stuff and probably like you're actually probably totally fine. And the community's weird even now too, because back then the community would be like 50, 100, 200 people. I don't know, you know, whatever, right? Even we were growing up, community would be whoever you could like talk to, maybe. Now community feels like it's like everybody in the world because you connect via social media and like you could see things that are going on across the world. So it feels like, you know, if you do something wrong, you're getting kicked out of the whole world or something. And somehow you have to connect with like everyone in the world, which is not true, but that's what kind of oddly feels like. Yeah. So I don't know. So that I think there's like a combination too, when people are doing a lot of their connection through social media or online, they may not have um, the, like, they may not have developed that comfort of connecting with people in real life. Yeah. And so that yeah. shyness piece kind of takes over. And so they're yeah. afraid to kind of approach those group activities because they're afraid they might get kicked out of the tribe. But when they, like, that's typically not what happens when you try to create connection with people? And if you do try to create connection with people and they kick you out of the tribe, they're bad people on you. Go find new people. Yeah, that's not your tribe. That's like, not your people, man. Those are not your people. If they're mean, like they need to bounce. So yeah. go find new people. And yeah. there's, so I think that it's a weird combination of, I think we do benefit so much from connection with other people. But for a lot of us, like something like, it's like over 60% of people will, report that social anxiety has affected them in their life like to a degree that it has actually like really affected them in their life at some point that's like that's a lot that's like almost all of us right it's most of us right so yeah I think connection is super important and if you want to tie it into like the body well you can get connection through going and doing physical activity with people Mm -hmm yes right yeah. join the tennis club and I'm like oh join the tennis club yeah 100%. sometimes I'm like instead of going for like coffee with somebody go for a like walk or yeah. whatever right yes yeah but I think the key here is like to sum it up is that you're not alone and let's talk about it because if you are telling me the weird things that are gonna that are going on with your body and that I'm probably gonna say yeah I experienced that too. And that's normal. And you're not alone. You're not a crazy And it's part of the, you're going to come through the other side and there's people that can help you like just by listening. 
Yes. Yeah. And even if you're my friend or somebody I'm talking to and you tell me like there's something weird going on with you and I didn't go through the same thing, I'm probably not going to kick you out of the tribe. I'm going to listen. Yeah. Even that can be helpful. Yes. Just being heard. Yes. A thousand percent. Because usually it's in our brains like there's something wrong with me. And then then of course, when you're thinking there's something wrong with you, you're not going to tell anybody. That's the shame part, right? the secrecy yeah. and the judgment. So it's like, no, it's yeah. like never talk about it. So yeah. hopefully we hope, hope, hope that us sharing today will encourage people to talk about it more or reach out for help in whatever you need to mit- to normalize what's going on for you in midlife, because you're not crazy. You are a midlife woman going through it and you're going to be fine. You're going to make it through the other side. And then you're going to take all of this experience and knowledge that you've discovered while raising kids in that and create an amazing life for yourself so you are just getting started right totally this is only the beginning so yeah sandra thank you so much for having some girl talk with me today i love and appreciate you so much you are welcome thank you for the time and friends out there thank you for listening remember always always love yourself first and have an amazing day